Good afternoon. The police want to stop going to all mental health and all family harm call-outs. Less than half of the family harm call-outs end up with anyone charged. Only 2 to 4% of the mental health call-outs do. The police commissioner is Andrew Costa. Hey, Andrew. Good afternoon, Heather. What kind of mental health call-outs are we talking about here? Situations where there's not immediate risk uh, to any person, um, but there are concerns about someone's behaviour, maybe tracking towards crisis, but in a situation where... Um, there's no immediate need for police to attend. Give, give me an example, like somebody talking to themselves while boozing at the weekend. We quite often get calls from concerned uh, family members who will say, I'm really worried about so-and-so, they're very depressed, you know, I'm, I'm worried that um, you know, their, their mental state's going downhill. Oh. We, we already triage a lot of those, but we are still attending quite a number of calls that are, are not an immediate risk. So if if you, I mean, obviously some of these people may be relatively benign, but if if, if anybody was to turn up, any authority, they might kick up. In that case, you would still attend? Oh, look, in the situation where there's, there's a risk to, a physical risk to, to them or to somebody else, those, those are cases where we accept we have a role. But the other part of this is the amount of time our people spend sitting in emergency departments yeah. waiting for mental health service. That can be hours. And so... A big part of this is about spending less time on each job. Once we have made the situation safe, we need others to step in. And what kind of family harm call-outs are we talking about? We have a policy right now where we attend um, and report every um, situation that comes through with that coding. And it includes uh, you know, family arguments, whether there are no threats or suggestion of violence. Um, we do that because it feeds through to other agencies in terms of dealing with social dysfunction in those families. Um, but there's an understandable call from the public that police will be more visible in communities, in public spaces. The only way we can do that is by attending uh, less of those. No, problems. but wait, hold on. So are you saying that if somebody calls, let's say, husband and wife are having an argument, wife wife wants to escalate the thing, threatens, I'm going to call the cops on you because you're being nasty, calls the cops, you have got to attend. It's mandatory that you go to that. Yeah, and that policy has been in place for some years as a result of the risk of missing something, which you'd understand, you know, sometimes Mm. not everything's revealed on the phone, and so our practice has been to go uh, in order to report, you know, sometimes family members might be having an argument over, you know, remote control. Um, those sorts of things right now are consuming quite a lot of our time. If you didn't have to go to all of the call-outs that you clearly don't have to go to, how much time do you reckon you would save? Across both these two issues, there's thousands of hours of police time every year. Uh, the demand has grown massively too, and you know, happily we are seeing a greater proportion of incidents involving more minor situations. That means people are more confident to report, uh, but it's also mean our demands increased by 80% over 10 years. So if you don't have to do all these things and you save thousands of hours of time, you'd be more able to put police... Does it mean we're going to get police officers on the beat in places like Point Chef? We are very keen to be more visible in communities. There are certain things that only police can do, and that's where we want to be. Uh, this current process is about rebalancing, uh, and looking for others to step up and deal with some of those social issues. Andrew, realistically, how long is it going to take before you can actually step away from these jobs? Is this something you can do this year or are we talking five years from now? No, we can move reasonably quickly, but obviously the ideal situation here would be that others step up to deal with this demand uh, because, you know, arguably help 
should be available in some of these situations. It's just we don't think police is the right resource. Yeah, but, so that's but are the, the others that are we're the, having with our partners? Are the others the other partners, the ones who are going to take up the pick up the slack? Are they ready to go? Uh, look, I think there's quite a lot of work to do, uh, frankly. But at some level, we know that we will need to step back in, in order to yes. enable others. Which to, brings me uh, to my question: So, is there something you can do this year, or are we going to wait five years for everybody else to get ready? No, we will, we will be moving uh, this year on this, and we're uh, already looking to triage differently on some of these uh, kinds of issues. Hey, did you see the coverage about your texts with Mark Mitchell? I did. Are you guys chummy? We're, we're professional. Uh, you know, we both have a job to do. We respect the role we have to do, and we're getting on with it. All right. Andrew, thank you very much. Andrew Costa, Police Commissioner. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.